Welcome to the Random Podcast Podcast, where I talk about random stuff, and you listen, because you have nothing better to do, or something, go do something. Anyways, today's episode is on how to write a good plot, and for that, we have a special guest. Please introduce yourself. Hello, I'm your guest for today. Yay, thank you for coming. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, before we move on to um, the story that we're going to be using, let's talk about necessary plot points for um, any story that you write. Whether it's a short story or a super duper long one that has many, many parts. So, first, there's exposition. Of course, that's where you are introducing your characters and giving background information on them. Stuff like that, you know? Um, And then there's the rising action, where you're building up that um, momentum, the suspense, everything like that. And then... You have the climax, and this is, like, the turning point of your story, where it's, like, the most interesting part, kind of. Um, and then you have the falling action, where things in the climax are uh, getting resolved and stuff. Um, and it's less eventful. It's and calming then, down. Yeah. And then you have um, the resolution, where you have the end of the story. Things are happy, or they're not. (laughs) Sometimes they're very depressing. Sometimes, yes. And that is when it's either a very, very good story, or it's terrible. Or just terribly sad, but still good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then, of course, you have... The plot twist that authors can add into their story, but we're not going to do that this time. Let's just save that for another time. (laughs) For simplicity's sake. For simplicity. Um, Alright, so uh, that is uh, necessary plot points. So now we can tie that into the story that we have. Yeah, so the story we're going to be using is called A Wizard of Earthsea, and it's written by Ursula Le Guin. Now, A Wizard of Earthsea follows the story of a young wizard named Jed, and we follow along as he matures and grows into himself after learning magic, you know, because we like learning magic, and facing against a shadow that haunts him his entire life. It's just a good story. Wow, sounds nice. Especially the shadow part. Sounds (laughs) interesting. Um, so, uh, now, um, we can put together those plot points with the story. Oh, yeah, spoiler warning, by the way. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Sorry if um you were planning on reading that. <laughs> <laughs> um 
So first we have the exposition, right? So um, this would be where Jen <laughs> introduced. Yeah, in in the exposition, exposition, obviously we learn about Jed, and one of the really defining moments is where he first get in, gets introduced to magic. He gets taught by this like weird village witch aunt. And she doesn't really teach him, she more just like indulges in what he wants. So, for context, in Earthsea, magic, it has the true names system, quote-unquote true names, where if you know the true name of something, you can control it, you have power over it. So, instead of actually teaching Jed magic, the weird aunt she just tells him the true names of various animals as he wishes and really just like spoiling him in that sense oh dear weird witch aunt <laughs> indeed weird yeah all right uh so next there's the rising action where things are building up to the climax. Alright, interesting thing to note is that before Jed goes to learn at what is called the Knoll of Rook, he learns with a renowned wizard known as Ogayan. And during his apprenticeship with Ogayan, Jed meets this young little girl and she asks him to learn the spell. When he goes to learn it, mind you, against Ogayan's wishes, something happens. It's, it's not very fun for Jed, and he gets it talking down from Ogayan. After this, he goes to the Knoll of Rook, and this is where we meet two very critical two very critical characters, almost called them creatures, my bad. <laughs> Uh, we meet Vetch and Jasper. Now, Vetch will be his best friend, and Jasper will be his rival throughout his school years at the Knoll of Rook. And that's what causes most of the conflict, because Jasper is the one who taunts Jed into accidentally summoning the Shadow, which will end up disfiguring him for a large portion of his life. Interesting, interesting. Sounds... Oh, the book's getting good. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so then we have the climax. Turning point of the story. This is where stuff gets weird. Because... After Jed eventually graduates from the Knoll of Rook, he gets his wizard staff, all that nice cool stuff that we love. He goes out and he ha goes to hunt the shadow. Because the shadow's like, it's, it's a malevolent shadow. At this point, the shadow's starting to target Jed. So obviously he has to find a way to get rid of it. And he meets this lady. And she tells him that there's this stone that could tell him the true name of the shadow. Now, if you remember, true names are important because they give you power. But 
Interestingly enough, Jed does not agree to use the stone, and we later find out that the lady who told him about the stone is that same lady from all those years ago while he was still apprenticed to Ogayan. So she's still trying to do stuff to him. Oh, oh don't listen to her. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the, we, we meet the lady, and then Jed goes, and he meets Vetch again. He goes to visit Vetch, and the two of them set out to go and hunt down the shadow. This is it. This is the moment. Oh. All right, and then we have the falling action. Things are slowing down. Yeah, so Jed ends up defeating the Shadow because he's a quote-unquote powerful wizard. <laughs> I forgot to mention that, but apparently he's very powerful. But he ends up defeating the Shadow, and this is like big spoiler plot point. It turns out that the Shadow is named Jed. So, Whoa. all these years, he's been hunting down himself, essentially. And this is really cool, because I think it's a good way to face what you don't like about yourself, or something like that, and come to terms with it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great representation of that. But yeah, rising action and resolution after... We don't get a lot after this, actually. But after Jed beats the Shadow, he and Vetch go home, and they just have a lovely time together. Nice. Friends for life. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, wow, really, really nice. Yeah, it, it's a good book. I would totally recommend it, especially if you like, uh... Septimus Heat by Angie Sage. It's a good read, and Ursula Le Guin has a lot of others from the world of Earthsea that you can read as well. Mm. Yes, go read them instead of listening to me talk when you're bored or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, that's it for this episode. Thanks to all my patrons. I know you're out there somewhere. Um, this episode was sponsored by seaweed. Don't eat some, but, but don't if you're allergic to it. I don't know if people can be allergic, but uh, if you are, you happen to be, then don't, or else, I don't know, you might die. Mm, um, that's unfortunate. I think you can be allergic to seaweed, because, like, people are allergic to everything. But uh, thank you for listening. And I'll see you guys next time.